Hey yo, welcome back to Self Made Dad. This is Brian, and today I want to make a statement. Dads just want to have fun. Why won't y'all let us have fun, man? Basketball is coming back this week, and uh, I am very, very excited about that. In my household, we watch a lot of basketball. I didn't play basketball when I was a kid, except for backyard basketball with my buddies. But over time, the game has, I don't know, I've connected with it in a really specific way. I think in a lot of ways because I like games or activities with small teams. In small teams, you can see a lot of the impact that one person has. And big teams like a, a, a okay left tackle in NFL, like they can kind of be covered up by like a good fullback. So I'm not totally convinced about that in terms of like how I vibe with it. But basketball's back and it's been a ritual in our house to try to watch games as a family. My daughter has her favorite team. She loves the Bucks. Those of you who've been following me for a while know that. She has a huge crush on Giannis. I took her to see the Bucks in the preseason. You got to invest in the things that you want to do with your, your kids. But I thought about this week, like how important this ritual is to me and how objectively stupid it is. <laughs> like, What is the point of me getting so wound up about a game that I'm not playing, that I don't put money on because I'm bad at betting? They're like, what is the point? Right. It's fun. That's the point. I enjoy it. I enjoy the highs and the lows. Uh, and it doesn't need to be more than that. And I, I've, I've been considering like a conversation I was having with some friends who hadn't had fun in a while and be cautious about what I reveal here. But basically they were, uh, it was a guy, he's got three kids, he's really stressed and he feels like there hasn't been a lot of time for him. And my conversation with him was like, well, why haven't you made it? And he said, well, you know, I go to the gym and stuff like that should be enough. And I say, Hey man, it seems like that you don't feel like it's enough. Are you having fun? And his response to me was, I don't have time for that. I'm a man. I got I got responsibilities. And that's the core of why I'm bringing this up, right? Because I have observed that I have a few hobbies in my life that I do for fun. And for all intents and purposes, they do have some productivity overlap in other things that I want to do. Like I ride my bike because it is a massively great stress reliever. I find it to be fun. It's also a great workout and it's been great networking. Like that has a lot of and, and, and intersectionality. But then I do stuff like coloring books once in a while, or I like to just go on my back porch and sing by myself. And uh, sometimes I like to just go deep into anime and catch up on the latest animation styles or research and learn about uh, like why house music developed the way it did out of Chicago. Like these are all things that like, don't really have anything to do with my day-to-day -day work or anything I need to, for running the family, but I do them because they're fun. And I felt for my friend because he was taking that away from himself because, as he said, he's a man and doesn't have time for it. And I think ultimately he was really stressed out and couldn't find the windows or figure out the ways to interweave these fun things back into his life. But dads, if nobody else, like need to have fun. And I, I'll say it even more. We want to have fun, right? It's, it, we focus a lot on the moms and they are very well deserving. They created these lives that we love so much. We, they, they, they literally like birth the children and a lot of the parenting and rearing responsibilities are on them. So they deserve to have fun, to be pampered, and we should invest in that. But 
For those of you who have flown on a plane, what they say, before you help someone else, you got to put your own mask on. And another analogy for that that I like is you can't pour into other people if you don't have anything in yourself to pour. And so you have to refill your cup before you go out filling other people's cup. And I think one overlooked component of that is playing. Here's some stats that really uh, stuck out to me. So number one, 30% of men report that they've experienced depression at some point in their lives. I know I have. I've, I've experienced it at least twice that I can think of. Uh, 20% of men say that they have experienced anxiety at some point in their life. Now, that seems low. <laughs> that seems super low. But the key is every single psychological and research journal that I read about this makes the point that men because of ideals of masculinity and toughness, tend to underreport medical conditions across the board. And this was, this was very clear to me in suicide rate. Men commit suicide three times more than women. And so that tells me that men are feeling some kind of weight, but aren't communicating it, and then obviously aren't addressing it. And and like, I think fun has a, a thing to do with that, right? We carry a lot of responsibility as men and as fathers, right? And I'll speak for myself. I have two kids. I have a wife. I think a lot about how do we put food on the table? How do we plan for retirement? How do we plan to pay for these kids to go to college? Am I showing up and setting a good example for my daughter so that she feels like men in her life can be safe and listen to her and engage with her and be good partners? Am I setting a good example so that my son will grow up and pick up habits from me that I'm proud for him to pick up? Not considering like I run a business, I have, I've acquired and operated a business that had 30 people in it, like those payrolls and lives were, I was responsible for. I have a wife that I still have to find ways to engage with to ensure she feels heard and we have continuing good partnership in addition to romance and like just fun and joy in our in our marriage that's a lot right and not to say that like men have it uniquely more than women but men tend to not address it and engage with it and acknowledge the fact that like we feel just as much depression and sadness and weight and stress if not more than women because we don't acknowledge it. And so first I'm going to say, guys, you got to acknowledge it. Like just, just take a step back and recognize the fact that you got a lot on your shoulders, man. And I will say it for you, you are doing a great job carrying it, but it's also okay to pursue things that soothe that and give you breaks. Right. And I'm not just talking about taking like quote unquote vacation days from being in charge of the family or something like that. I'm talking about like moments where you can just have joy and levity. Like, let me ask you this question. When was the last time you did an activity that gave you the kind of joy and free-spiritedness and just like levity that you see in your kids when they're playing Red Rover or doing some imagination game or just playing with blocks? When was the last time you allowed yourself to have that? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want for you. And that's what I'm encouraging here for you guys to like, engage with again because there are a lot of benefits man i mean look like having fun takes you away for a little bit right and i'm not talking about like play a game like a video game and lose yourself in an immersive experience that uh, like distracts you from the day-to-day life i'm talking about transcendence i'm talking about having an opportunity to reconnect with a level of joy that society has talked you into believing you don't deserve because you're a man because you 
are supposed to carry responsibility and you're supposed to not complain about it. And look, I'm not, I'm going to say, like, I, I will say it for myself. I carry a lot of weight well. I don't complain often about it. But I also recognize when I need to interject some stress relief or some recharge into my life, especially since I just I'm just coming out of a sabbatical and I because I burned myself out not treating these symptoms and these issues. So I'm speaking from a place of like, don't be me in this sense. Have some fun, right? If doing fantasy football is fun for you, make some time for that. And I would say there's a lot of standard things like the generally accepted versions of fun that guys pursue. And those are okay, right? Like fantasy football, team sports, exercising, things like that. Those are things that as men were like, cool, that's okay to do. That's, that's, that's acceptable man fun. But I, I would challenge you to push yourself, to push your limits a little bit, right? Like be open to other things. As an example, I mentioned earlier that I sing a lot. Listen, I think I have a great speaking voice. Obviously, that's why I like to do this podcast. I just talk a lot. But my singing voice has been challenged. I have a low register. Finding my range has been tough. It was something that I didn't grow up with, so I didn't really learn well. And so I've been learning that over the last year, in particular with capoeira, because you have to be able to sing, to play an instrument, and to do the physical components of the game. And so to be a whole warrior, I have to address like all of these parts, some of which are more, let's say, artistic than what I have historically been used to. But I find I enjoy it. I enjoy singing. I, like I just go onto my balcony and I just like sing some of the songs and some of them are about the ocean. Some of them are about uh, like this deep like yearning for freedom. And some of them are just about like having fun and doing things that are beautiful. So these are like words I get to say out of my mouth, which if you believe that the power of the spoken word is real, then I am, I am putting that energy of beauty, of freedom, of like beach vibes into my spirit, which is great. That's valuable. That's useful. There's also a scientific reason like singing is useful. Uh, we have the vagus nerve right here that runs up along our neck and uh, stimulating it through vibration in particular, like the type of vibration that you get from singing and being happy, uh, tends, it, it stimulates a stress flush reaction. So if you're stressed, uh, that stimulation of that nerve will reduce your stress, right? And you might see that you, you might have heard the phrase like people sing themselves happy. That is the underlying scientific reason why. But there's also like a it's just a good it's a good time. It's a good time. I don't sing for 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 in a choir. I don't sing for money. I'm, I'm like, I'm probably never going to sing in public like that. Like, unless you catch me at a at a capoeira hoda or something, you're never going to hear me sing. But I do it because it's fun. I enjoy it. It makes me feel better. Sometimes I'll go out there and play instruments, too. I'll play my berimbau or something or, 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 or a pandero or like some of my friends talk me out of playing a saxophone. But like I try to find wind like woodwind instruments, sorry, reed instruments to play just because it's fun why not and and like doing things for the sake of doing the thing not because you are going to sell it not because there is some like process learning or not because you're preparing for a thing or trying to get stronger or whatever but just because the act of doing it is joyful and refreshing and uh, just like spirit giving that's what i want for y'all is to do that kind of stuff so Open your mind. Open your mind to play. That's the, the main thing I want y'all to keep in mind 
and be and do this week, right? Just be open to the concept of play. Find opportunities for it. I bet you if you look in your schedule, you might have a stray 15 or 30 minutes before bed or something. Do something that you you used to do as a kid and you don't do anymore because you think that it's too childish. One of my good friends does adult coloring books. And I saw him doing it one Christmas. And I was like, man, why are you, what is this? Like, this is like child's play. I said something like that to him. And he's like, I, I, I have fun doing it. And so I, when he wasn't looking, I tried it myself. And I just sat there and colored for a little while. And I was like, oh, this is actually really fun. And these are adult coloring books. They come in all kinds of ranges. If you literally go to Amazon and, go, and type in adult coloring books, you'll find these. I, and, and like recently, I bought one for him uh, that was like adult coloring books about things that you say to bosses that you're frustrated with. And so I'm, and, and it was like there was an inside joke with that. But he gets to come home now and color out his frustration at his boss. <laughs> and so he gets to do this thing where it just feels joyful for joyful's sake and get a laugh out of it. I was like, this is a great gift. But more importantly, like that's a great gift to himself, right? Why don't you try coloring? Find one of your kids coloring books and just color it for a little bit. That's a ton of fun. Another thing that I personally find fun, my wife finds more fun. And I've realized that this is like a thing she really loves to do. And I just kind of enjoy. I just play with my kids magnetiles, right? They're the little shapes that have magnetic edges and they put together, you can put them into boxes. You can build houses. You can create train sets, like all these things. I play with those sometimes just to like put my hands to work doing something else. And there is no purpose to it. I have no purpose to it except just like, I'm just going to do this to try to like relax my body a little bit. And it works. Now, the thing that I really enjoy doing and my wife doesn't enjoy doing, but I've invested in, in some things for this that are probably more for me than my daughter, marble runs. I had no idea how much I enjoyed marble runs until we got her one. I spent more time playing with it than she did. And just like not even paying attention to the the instructions. I would just like build a thing for my vision and just say like, I think I want there to be a jump and I want there to be the spin and I want this and that. And I would just spend like an hour building things with a marble run and like testing it and then like running the marbles. And it was a ton of fun. And I'll tell you like of these things, like again, just to reiterate, there's no end game for these things. It's not like, oh, I'm working out and that's fun or I'm going to boot camp and that's fun or CrossFit or my race, my cycling training for racing. And that's fun. Those are different kinds of fun, right? I'm talking about fun and play for fun and play's sake. And afterwards, you may even feel a little guilty because you're like, oh man, I just like took 30 minutes and you might start to tell yourself things like I threw it away or I just wasted 30 minutes or whatever. And that's how you know you're doing something that actually brings you joy because the inner narrative that's been conditioned into us is telling you that that's not a good use of time, that that's not what a man should be doing, a responsible person should be doing. Spend a little bit of time enjoying it. Listen, like I'm not a big fan of video games as an adult. I think it's a, there's a lot of uh, time sink in that and it's escapism in a lot of ways. But I'll tell you, for me, I used to be a huge gamer and candidly I used to compete in, ga- in video games. You know, I, used, I competed at Counter-Strike and Tekken. All my friends from home know and have suffered at my hands from this. So I find that once in a while playing video games is actually relaxing for me because I get to connect to a part of myself that I put away as a kid. I don't lose myself in it. I mean, like I don't, man, God forbid I find a really good RPG that I enjoy. I would lose myself in it and that would burn a lot of time that I don't have. So I can't do that necessarily. And I'm not encouraging y'all to do something like that. But if you liked playing Pac-Man or just like the arcade, 
go visit one. My wife and I did a date to the arcade a couple of months ago, and it was a ton of fun. We do this. I try to do it with her at least twice a year. I try to get to every once a quarter because it's just fun, right? Like sitting there playing the Simpsons arcade game together is a lot of fun. And we played uh, like a really, really weird Korean dance dance revolution type game. And A, we're out of shape (laughs) for that, for sure. But B, we just laughed. We just laughed. And God, you deserve laughter, man. Coming out of that day, we just like we have inside jokes. We were giggling like we were a couple of teenagers going to the movies and, and playing video games before we went to see our like whatever movie we were sneaking into. We got to like have some joy together. And sometimes I, I like I've gone to the arcade by myself sometimes just to like blow off steam and, and do something that's fun for a little bit. My stay is half an hour, an hour and then just like enjoy it. But like you deserve joy. And if I told you, you could do this thing and come out of it with a a shit eating grin, right? Like, and again, like the kind of fun that you look at your kids having when they are building things out of the cardboard tube in the uh, paper towel roll that you think of as like recycling. But then they're like, no, this is a telescope. This is a rocket launcher. This is a magic wand, whatever. Like, that's great. And, And by the way, like there are productive benefits to play, right? And so I've I've made a point that the intention here is not to play with some end goal return on investment in mind, but there are benefits, right? There's stress relief benefit, right? If you are able to play, you can have some fun. It can shift you out of a stressful mindset that you have. If you came home and got frustrated and are carrying a lot of anger or like stress because a contract negotiation didn't go well or your manager or employee was giving you a hard time or whatever, it seems so inane on the surface. But when you do it, then you find yourself being able to relax, think more clearly, relieve, release that stress, and then maybe like come up with a better idea. It like puts you into eureka mode mindset, which is great. Additionally, right, like you get to use your imagination in a lot of these situations. Imagination is the foundation of vision, right? So if you want to go build a company or figure out a new strategy for expanding your legal practice or you're you're trying to figure out like what new job you'd want to pursue, it has to start with imagination. You have to be able to see yourself in these opportunities before you can say, I'm going to do it, right? And so exercising that imagination muscle helps you exercise imagination and maybe your future isn't in marble runs but it might be in something that you can identify and imagine and envision once you open your brain up to that because stress can prevent us from seeing those things and doing those kind of imaginative exercises so release yourself from that give yourself an exercise that does that right and look man like i'm a black man i'm half filipino also Both of my parents have blood pressure issues. That is a, like, hypertension is just a function and an ever-present component of both of those ethnicities. And so it reduces my stress level, which reduces my blood pressure level, which will help me live longer. I mean, selfishly, like, who doesn't want that? So I'm challenging you to tell that voice in your head that is telling you, oh, I don't deserve to play. I don't have time to play adults don't play, men don't play, to be quiet for a little bit and and just let yourself have fun because at the core of it, it's self-care, right? And recovery, self-care, 
all these kind of like mental health activities benefit us in the long run, right? I said earlier that men commit suicide three times as much as women. I want you to live, brother. I want that for you. So find things that are fun. You can start with the stuff that's pretty basic and we all think are safe. Go join a soccer team. Go have like drinks with your buddies and do a bowling night or whatever. But quickly push yourself beyond that, right? Here's some suggestions of like random things that you could do for fun, right? So I mentioned the adult coloring books. Try that. You could do a paint and sip. You can have some drinks and paint something. Uh, You could do bird watching. Like you might not know how to bird watch. Just YouTube something. Go bird watching at whatever local outdoor place you have. Just try it. Who cares? Uh, Build a fort with your kids or without them. Try to tell some tall tales, right? Like one of the things my dad loved to do, he's very Texan. He was very Texan in this way. He would exaggerate the hell out of stories. And it was partially because it was entertaining to him. So he would tell these stories and add all these details and stretch some of the truth in places just to get reactions out of people. And and just the art of telling those stories in that way was fun for him. So he would seek out opportunities to do that. (laughs) Try that. Building on that, try a comedy night. Or as a simple version of this, you could just like stand up in front of your family and tell some jokes or have a joke night with the family. We do that sometimes. My daughter had a phase where she like, was telling jokes in air quotes and they were terrible jokes <laughs> they were not good at all but i would she would tell them and then be funny and then i'd try to tell one and mine would be like structurally funny but she wouldn't get it because she's like that's not as funny as what i just said which make no sense and we would just have some laughs try it another thing we do i mentioned i like to play my capoeira instruments some nights we will have music making nights and that may be we'll take whatever household items are around like a coffee mug and then we'll just like I'll use my ring and bang it and make a beat. And then I'll ask my daughter to make a beat with whatever. And then my wife will do something. And then my baby may be banging on the table. And we'll try to put those sounds together in a way that sounds like music. Or we'll just do it all. um, I don't know what the term is. I'm going to say acapella, but that's probably wrong. Just like vocally. So I'll say like, all right, Sienna, you make a sound and she'll, she'll do like a humming. And then I'll make a bass beat, like a boom, boom, boom. And then my wife will do something and then Satchel will babble. And we'll try to weave all those sounds together to make music. And so, like, we would just do this. And, like, I got to tell you, man, we've spent some Fridays having riotous laughs doing stuff like that. So that's an option for you, too, right? And please notice that none of these things involve devices or TVs or anything like that. They're all just, like, in-person, present, tactical, like, tact, tactile experiences that use imagination or require you to engage with the real world. And I think that's also key in some of this play. I know I suggested arcades and games for fun earlier, but to the extent you can try to protect and preserve the in real life experience and the imagination experience, because it'll, there's just like real good medicine in that. We spend so much time in our devices, on our phones, our computer screens, our TVs and binge watching, whatever, that it's nice to take a break from that. And use the part of your brains that don't get used when you see everything so literally presented to you on a screen. So yeah, use that imagination. Make some music. Put on a fake stage player and improv play with your family. Just color by yourself. Do something that's fun for you. Because I know that you want to have fun. And you deserve to have fun. And your family will thank you when you are a lighter, happier, more joyful man because you took some time to invest in yourself to have fun. And if you spend any amount of time working out to try to be a physically stronger man, 
I would encourage you to allocate some additional time to stress relief and being a more fun man. Because I'm telling you, when you put those two things together, you will be a whole man. And that's what a self-made dad can be. Thanks for this. Uh, I'm going to say the standard stuff. Please like and share and subscribe. If you know anybody that's a dad that wants to be in this fold or should be in this fold, just share this show with them, man, uh, so that we can grow the community. I'm really enjoying the conversations that I'm having with some of y'all. And it feeds the perspective that I have to communicate on the show. It brings up really interesting opportunities for the call-in show and the chat room and like bringing other people's perspectives in and having some healthy debate. Like that's been really great. And most importantly, like some dads are implementing some of this stuff and their lives are improving. They feel more heard by their family. They feel more able to see their kids. They feel more centered with themselves. And that's all I want for y'all, man. I think about myself as a self-made dad in that I've had to create myself in all of these different ways because my father was not an example that was present or worthy of following in a lot of ways. And so I'm reflecting on that and I'm trying to give y'all game on stuff that I've messed up and stuff that is holding me back that I've had to overcome. So if you can go farther, faster and be better fathers than me, then that's the win. Share this with others so they can do the same. Thanks for joining.